Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Grades, the Alien Horror Results Edition. Woo! Woo! Indeed. I'm Chris. I'm joined as ever by Faye. But not by Mercer. Again. He's, he's not here. I thought he was being quiet. <laughs> so did you not notice he wasn't here? I didn't hear someone trying to defend a truly awful film. I should have known. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mercer's off again doing Mercer things. We don't know what it could be. It could be a sex retreat as before. It could be a drag show. It could be a sex change. I don't know. Whatever, whatever that crazy cat's doing, he ain't here. No, unfortunately not. So that leaves me and you, Chris, to once again oh. sail this ship. Indeed, through the choppy waters of alien horror results. So, thank you very much, everyone, as always, for getting in touch and let us know your choices for your favourite one of our picks. A, ver- a varied array of responses. But I will just say, not one person came out swinging for the astronauts. Right? There is a reason for that, as yeah. we discussed last week. There is indeed. But thank you very much to Susie Dent, who just came back with You Just Can't Be Alien. Robin Eblin, who said, I like faculty, was a good twist at the end. And Rich Hislop, I enjoyed the faculty in science, but alien a lot on another level for me. I mean, Home Hurt, Koto, Skerritt, Sigourney and Veronica and Harry Dean, legendary casts. Aaron Patton, or Aaron Patton, <laughs> says, I'm voting for faculty because I'm a sucker for cheesy 90s horror. And Raymond Reddington said it's not fair on the other three to include Alien. We got a lot of a lot of feedback like that. A lot week. of love for Alien, of course. But as as I was saying to a beer dispenser on Twitter, if we were to go by that rule, exclude certain films from the vote because they're popular. We could lose fifty films a week that we just don't include in our uh, our poll. Unfortunately, Truth. the Horror Academy weighed in with our probs going to have to go with Signs since it's a childhood favourite. Lol. That's great. Because well, science is brilliant. And Jason Bowden also said signs, a.k.a. it's hell being Mel. And finally, just because he's my favourite name of the week, Llewellyn Buntminky. He said, yup, alien. Feels like no contest, really. So, as I say, thank you very much for all your feedback, all your positive love for these films, apart from the astronaut's wife. <laughs> Mercer, yeah, we're just lay it. We just bury it. Fuck that fucking film. We'll just ignore the fact this film even happened and let someone vote for it. We're only nine episodes in, he's blown our cred already. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, seriously, you've, you've been fantastic with the feedback this week. It's been great. Thank you very much. Okay. And now, as always, it is time for... One Star Review! Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, so our first review of this week is going to be for the astronaut's wife because obviously it was so very very good and we want to share this with you we don't have a name other than dp double penetration it well, is i was gonna say this, this could be a mean, lots of meanings but if, if we're gonna go for porn that's fine Every now and then you watch a movie and wonder how could anyone have been so stupid as to produce, direct or act in a movie that sucks so badly. Enter the astronaut's wife. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to fall again. By far, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. The story was ridiculous, the acting was painful and the directing was weak at best. The movie is about a couple of astronauts who die while in space. When the ship comes back to Earth, an alien life form has overtaken their bodies and randomly starts killing people. 
I could bore you with other details, but I'll cut to the chase. This movie was horrible. Nothing worked. Not the script, the acting, the musical score, the effects, the directing, the cinematography. Nothing. Honestly, this film should be studied for how not to produce a movie. It's that bad. Depp should be ashamed of himself for acting in this one. Sincerely, DP. Well, double penetration. Again, absolutely spot on. <laughs> the boy ain't wrong. No, no, he's not. I feel, I feel harsh attacking Dashnaught's wife because, to be fair, it is Mercer's favourite for the category. And while I would have turned it off if I'd had half the chance, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Oh well. I do feel that maybe listening to Mercer's defence of it. It would be interesting to go back and see it from his perspective. But I just don't know if I'm ready for that kind of negativity <laughs> in my life. <laughs> anyway, Alien, one-star review. Again, we haven't got a name for this one. We'll, get, we'll go through the review and then we'll assign them, assign them a name okay. based, on their, based on their content and see how well they do, see yes. if they get a decent name. Scott is a lousy director, a great visual artist, but not good at directing. Geiger is, a de- Geiger is a degenerate who painted monsters and hellish images all his life, and the whole horror genre is by and large a pit of degeneracy. This film is an effective horror and does impress visually in many ways. It also has a memorable soundtrack, but at the end of the day is just nasty, and I'm sick and tired of nasty imagery poisoning my mind, shoving down the toilet. What the fuck? Like, I don't know if... It's... Where to start with that? <laughs> Geiger Scheiser. Geiger Scheiser. Geiger Scheiser. That review seems kind of half complimentary and kind of not. I can't work out whether this guy is a horror slash sci-fi fan or not. Well, that's horror is a whole pit of degeneracy, which he's sick of it, poisoning it, the nasty imagery poisoning his mind. However, he must have seen Alien. Was He must have seen what the box was, what the plot was. Yeah. Did he think he was watching E.T.? <laughs> E.T. grows up. No, it's weird. It's a weird one. And and to be honest, looking at these one-star reviews, a lot of them have been like this. They're half complimentary and half not, and I don't know why. Well, yeah, because this isn't isn't so much an attack on the film, although he said it's not great directly, but he says it's an effective horror, which, yes, you're quite right. But if it's effective, are you going to really pick fault with it like that? He doesn't want this nasty imagery poisoning his mind. What nasty imagery? It's not nasty. Aliens! <laughs> All right. It's not, it's not nasty. It, it's perfectly acceptable for an alien film. It's not like, you know, a Xenomorph's getting his fanny out. But as I say, it's just the fact I'm not sure why he's, he's, he's seeking out horror films when he has such, such a hatred of them. Mm. Weird. Weird. But... Geiger Scheiser, thank you very much for your... Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you very much for your input. Shall we go with faculty next? Yes, let's. Sit down, get comfortable. This is a long one. Okay, so headed. Awful teen horror. Of the many things I hate in the world, conformist and original mediocrity is one of the highest on the list. The faculty is not a film, it is a product obviously aimed at... Sorry, obviously aimed and naive teenagers who have far too much time on their hands. I don't know where to start my criticism. Open parentheses, public health warning, close parentheses. 
of this film, so I will summarise the plot with no exaggeration. Warning, I don't know if this is supposed to be a spoiler, but don't read it if you actually actually intend to subject yourself to such a vacuum. I'm not sure what people are doing there, why you think people are going to put themselves in vacuums, but <laughs> it's fine. Get in the Dyson. <laughs> some teachers at some high school turn out to actually be slugs, but not the sort that you find in the bottom of your garden. Oh no, that just wouldn't be scary enough. These are big, fat, sluggy things that are supposed to be aliens. Okay, so you can allow for a bit of artistic licence. Yes, they're fucking aliens. The parasites, you uneducated waffle. The, it's just about they're alien. They're an alien species. Yes, you know what? You can give yourself artistic licence because no one knows what the fuck they look like. <laughs> so it takes a group of shallow and uninspiring kids about half the film to realise that nature didn't intend that to be normal. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Nowhere do, no, nowhere do people think that aliens turning up to take over the Earth is a normal thing to be happening. I don't know. I'm expecting, like, massive slugs any day now. Right, so... And then they get chased by these slugs, except for they lock themselves in the school sports hall or something, so that minimal amounts of money had to be spent on set design, and they have these completely empty conversations. Eventually, after no climax or emotional build-up, the director-slash-producer decides it's about time to stop the film... After all, they've already received the ticket sales income. So one of the emotionless actors has a miraculous epiphany and realises that the only way to kill these slugs is not with slug repellent, but to take a biro, take the ink funnel out, fill the tube with salt, I think, and stab it in the slug's eye. Because these slugs have eyes, by the way. Right. <laughs> I'm, not oh, sure the, I'm not sure this person even watched the film. I don't think he did. Or read a different, they? Or read a different IMDb review and just based their review on that. But you know, you know, I obviously I hate not slugs. If they were slugs, salt would be a great way to kill yeah. them. But, but it's definitely not salt in those pens. It's definitely not salt in those pens. Um, of all the times I've watched Faculty in my life, which is a lot, I never focused on set design. Why is that such a thing? Because it's cheap. Because he said no, they got a sport I don't hall. think it is cheap. I think it's the logical conclusion given that they filmed the entire thing in a school. No, that's what he's saying or they're saying. They're saying that it's minimal design because it's cheap. Anyway, so you get this hilarious, dramatic scene of kids running around stabbing slugs with pens after some stereotypical melodramatic dialogue. The torture ends. This film left me seriously disillusioned with life. Don't let it affect you. Sorry that my review was so amateurishly written, but I don't want to waste too much time on the back, this vacuum. Hopefully you will see the funny side of the film in that it's just so bad, so I'll conclude with one of the deep paradoxical taglines. Think your teachers are aliens? You could be right. Wow, wow, the decisive and thought that went into that one. Right, this reviewer, right, I'm, I'm going to come away, struggling to come away about swearing. Swear, swear, at swear away. So, so could he come face? <laughs> yes. Who appears to have not actually seen the film. No. But slammed down their one star review. While trying to use, trying to use things like paradoxically in the wrong sense <laughs> using a tagline and it not being being that good is not paradoxical there's no paradox there he's a, a man or woman who clearly is just not bothered watching the film and just set out to hate it from the get go I think we need to reach out to we need to find out who Quinty McCumpface is and we need to sit them down and go through the film with them I think that's what we need to do. I think we need to save a life here. Well, yeah, if they want to sit down and watch the film, then I'm more than, I'm more than happy to actually <laughs> give it a second chance. 
Oh, it's just. You seem angry about this, Chris. You seem quite. I angry. definitely am because it's. You seem it's, a bit seedy. It's, it's it's rare that I find normally normally everyone everyone amuses me, but this for somehow seems to be so half-assed, badly reset, badly written, and they just don't seem to have actually watched the film or put any effort into following what's actually gone on. It's just a hatchet job. I think that's what's annoyed me more. To be fair, with the one-star reviews we read, that seems to be the trend. People don't... They seem to have not watched the same film that we've watched. No, but yeah, that would... I I understand, you know, interpretation and all that jizz, but... Oh, well, let's move on anyway, and actually we'll cover the one-star review for size now, if you would. Okay. Farcical Howler. This is a very ordinary alien visitors type movie. First, there's the unusual patterns of farm crops. Then there's the frightened earthlings fending off kidnappers from outer space, which we assume is here to take back some humans for an alien proctologist to inspect. <laughs> Not just take it back to inspect. And which by the end of the movie, you feel like you have been probed at your local cinema. <laughs> Add to it the usual theology theme and voila, a heebie-jeebie movie. Is there or isn't there? Ooh, please. Why do I always pick the reviews that go, please, every time? It's because you're friends with Mercy. You just oh, like yeah. that speech pattern. I do, I do. But, um, yeah, again, going through a lot of the one-star reviews for signs from Amidaba, um, a lot of them seem to think that they were seeing things that we weren't, and I'm not entirely sure how you could interpret it that way when we're clearly seeing everything they're seeing. You did? Yeah, I completely agree. I don't... I say people are getting a lot of different things out of these uh, these Incorrect films. things, yeah. Who knows? We may go back and re-watch and go, yeah, yeah that is fast school. But no, no, we won't. Because... I've, I've watched Signs several times. I, I don't think that about Signs. These people are just wrong. That is all. And that was from Fecal Proctor. I like Fecal Proctor. Fecal Proctor. So thank you very much. Double penetration. Oh. Fecal proctor. Cuddy McCunt face. And Shiz Geyser Sh Geyser Geyser Shizer. And that has been the One Star Reviews. Right. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty why everyone has come come to the podcast. Cause they're dying to know. They're itching, waiting. To know who's won this week. If they're itching, they should probably get that checked out. They should probably get that. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, jokes. Um, yeah, let's find out who won. Mercer, Faye, Chris, we <laughs> spit on your grades. Thank you to uh, the lovely Mitch Harrod there. At Scout the Horizon. At Scout the Horizon uh, for a fantastic little... Where did he come from? Where did he pop his head in? And now he's gone again. He's, he's fucking didn't even, he's didn't, say, back to Bristol. didn't even say hi. Just literally didn't <laughs> came in, spat in my face. What a bastard. Uh, so yeah, there you have it. Um, aliens. Aliens won. Alien. Oh, alien won. Of course it did. Because it were bound to. It was so, so, so close. It was really close. Uh, One point. <laughs> much to Chris's dismay, um, 
Yeah, faculty was one point off drawing even with Alien. Which, to be fair, be fair considering the, the icon that Alien is and the regard it's held in, the fact that it's been, it came so close... Yes, so agonisingly far. Yeah, it's nothing to be a nothing to be ashamed about. No, no, it's a victory if anything. So, that being said, both Alien, Alien, even though one and it's a classic, only weighed in with a B. Surprising in overall grade, the those, same as the faculty. Those scores were high. They were. Good they high were. Points. They were high. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't. I'm surprised it didn't get there. Maybe we're too harsh. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe. Maybe our grading system's all fucked. I don't know. It's not. I'm joking. They got Bs anyway. Um, signs came in at a D. And astronauts, why? Shall we tell Mercer what astronauts I got? Mercer, I know you're not here, but you'll be delighted. Delighted to hear the astronauts' wife came in with an absolutely solid F. F! You hear that? I'm just taunting him now. Sorry. I don't. It's harsh, I know. It is harsh, but... Oh, well, the public voted, we voted, and that's what you get. At some point, we will get all these together in some sort of chart, so you have a visual aid of just how well the films did, and... Yeah, we will do. We'll, we'll just put our general grade, we'll put our general grade for, the, for the meet so you can keep your score chart at home. So before we move on to what we're going to do in next week's show, um, do you have any general chit-chat, Chris? Anything you'd like to... <laughs> Touch up on? General chit-chat. That needs a jingle. I do have some chit-chat. You do? I do. Because we went and saw a very, very, very impressive The Invisible Man. Yes. Yesterday. That was spectacular. Well, it's very, to it. it's very much... It's very, I don't want to say woke, but I have. <laughs> but it is, it is very woke. See, I, I don't recall Hollow Man, but a lot of people have compared to Hollow Man. Yeah, because Kevin Bacon... Kev- Hollow Man was Kevin Bacon being kind. Wally was kind of a dick to begin with, mm. and his he was he did have this attitude. The fact that he was then it was became invisible and he was allowed to get away, able to get away with the shit he was doing when mm. he was then stalking Elizabeth Shue yeah. and nearly rapes and rapes the other one as well. Jesus. So that, that I can understand why people have gone for a similar similar vibe because he was he is also an absolute dick in the end of it. He's a violent sociopath by the time it gets to the end. Somebody mentioned on Twitter uh, pairing it... Well, there were two suggestions on what to pair it with on Twitter. Number one was Sleeping with the Enemy, which I thought was pretty relevant because I I don't know if you've ever seen Sleeping with the Enemy. It's horrible. Back in the day, maybe. It's a horrible film. Um, Just because of, you know, how awful it is, the subject matter and such. Um, But Craig Mann, he suggested pairing it with Upgrade. In terms of what Lee Wannell's done. Double, yeah. yeah, like a Lee Wannell double bill sort of thing. So yeah, um, Invisible Man was great. Go seek it out. It's out now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, sorry, go on. I was going to ask what you, what you also wanted to speak about, because I know you want to speak about the Candyman trailer. I do, I do want to speak about the Candyman trailer. That everyone has been at great odds to point out is not from Jordan Peele. <laughs> it's not from Jordan Peele. Is it his, produced? Yeah, he is only producing it, and his name and image are all over the advertising and promo. Well, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you say it's not by Jordan Peele, but they've done with um, Say My Name, Destiny's Child, Say My Name, the same thing that they did with Looney's. I've got five on it. 
it, it's that same kind of like we've talked about it before the style of music that they use where it's all like quick violin yeah. dashes I don't know what you call that sorry I'm not like musically woke um but it is. It does sound a lot like it's pushing itself as a get out. Don't us. you'll be you'll be getting slammed on Twitter saying that you're ignoring the director. <laughs> See, I I I didn't love the trailer anyway. You didn't. I thought the trailer was meh. <gasps> I thought it was. So it looked great. It seems to be. Um... Someone giving the game away when you're just showing being tra- showing clearly transforming in the Candyman and being taken over by well, him. Spoilers if you haven't seen the trailer. I mean, it's out there anyway. I'm not spoiling anything. But, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they heard us say we're going to speak about Candyman. I'm sure yeah. But I, I used to be a person who didn't actually watch trailers, you know. I didn't... I didn't. I, you'd see your initial one, but I'd never delve any deeper like a lot of people you do or you used to still do now. I used to want to go... In, I used to go into films blind, especially at festivals, because there's that many. I mean, taking on trailers in itself takes over your head and you mix them and confuse them you can't remember which one's which so a lot of times I just, I like to go in blind but when something is as talked about as Candyman I think it's yeah it's unlikely you're going to ever it's, it's going to be a huge release so it's unlikely you're going to be avoiding the trailers somewhere whether you go to the multiplex whether you see it online on TV there's no way you're going to avoid a Candyman trailer yeah, when sure. it's release. Yeah. And just walk on Candyman. Talk of elevated horror can fuck off as well. Okay. Because that's another term that just does my head in. And already it's been kicked around with the Candyman trailer. Already talk of, it looks great. It looks like, again, elevated. It looks great. Like, it looks like elevated horror. See, when, before we started this podcast, we had a discussion on what we would class that as a genre, though, didn't we? In terms of, because we don't want to call it elevated horror, because that's no, bullshit. Just... Maybe we should call them Ariesque. Ariesque, yeah, Ariesque. maybe. But as, yeah, the elevated horror term, it can do it. Yeah, I'm sick of it. that's crap, yeah. You don't get elevated action films. You wouldn't class John Wick as an elevated action film? No, it's an action film. It's a brilliant action film. It's sleek and it's stylish. Not yeah, that I'm a John Wick fan. It's, then it's a stylish action film. It's also the same films three times over, but that's by the by. They're great. They're all right. So next week's episode, anyway. If there is one. This has been a, <laughs> this, this has been a heated hate. Well, not hateful, because we don't do hate. This has been a heated uh, results show. I think it follows on just from the actual the Alien episode. That was kind of a... I think I've still got Astronaut's Wife in my head and I'm blaming it on that, I think. That was heated and yeah. confrontational. Yeah. So back, back to loveliness next week. I'm we sure. are going to be back to loveliness next week because we are not here. We are not. With a traditional episode. We've really? had enough. We've gone, oh, fuck it, we're packing it in. We're going to beautiful, sunny... Glasgow! Never, <laughs> I was going to say, never rainy, never snowy Glasgow, ever. If we make it up there, if the weather doesn't stop us again, we are going up for Glasgow Fright Fest. Aye. And because it's impossible... <laughs> Glasgow! I just got it. That's what's guys. Aye. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, we're going up there for Fright Fest um, and because it's impossible to watch genre, like three specific sub-genre films for sometimes whilst watching five, six films a day... We're just going to be focusing on the films of Friday Fest, going around people, uh, sorry, going around talking to people, getting their 
hot takes on films, what, they, what they're looking forward to, how they feel about it after, that sort of thing. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to coming up and seeing everybody, every, oh, friends old and new, hopefully. It's a field, so, a field trip episode. Yeah, it's a field trip episode. We'll, we will be on Twitter heavily commenting on the films over the course of the weekend. And I imagine Instagram and Facebook as well. Sadly, Mercer won't be joining us. Or, I mean, I'm still hoping he's actually got some, got a ticket somehow and he's going to surprise us. But um, at this stage, no, Mercer isn't either. joining us, sadly. Um, if he wants to make an episode by himself at home, he can, I guess. If he just wants to talk to himself for an hour and a half. Yeah, he's more than this. <laughs> if he wants to watch three films and put a vote out, he's more than welcome to do so. <laughs> Please... If you do see us and you recognise us, then don't hurt us. But please, come, please do come over and say hi because we do want to chat chat to everyone. We do because it's nice to go to these festivals and actually meet people. I know, I know you know everyone everywhere anyway because you've been there for donkeys. I don't mean I know everybody. You know, I don't huge, know huge yeah. swathes of people. Whereas I don't, so you'll find me. I'll be the Small, quiet man. What, what Chris is saying is, come and say hello to him, not me, because he thinks I know enough people. I know enough of my share of people. And now Chris wants those people. You know your fair. You know too. You got over your fair share of people. <laughs> so you have you met your allocation of people. Thanks. So any other people who want to come and see, <laughs> speak to me and tell me how you find my film picks absolutely on point every week, then please come and do so. I can't wait to hear from you. As I was saying, please don't hurt me. If anyone wants to come and give some love for Astronaut's wife, I'm sure Mercer would appreciate that. We're not going to tell him. We won't read it back to him. <laughs> it's not going to make the edit. But yeah, yeah. Feel free. if you love that film, feel free. Knock yourself out. Come over and tell us. Well, I don't know about you, Chris, but I think we've talked enough for one episode. Yeah, this is this has been a uh, a, uh, not a marathon, <laughs> not spring this uh, particular one. It's been a long one. That's, That's what she one. said. Wait. Wait. Right. We shall see you all in the episode next week, our Glasgow Fright Fest special. And hopefully we will see many more of you in sunny Glasgow itself. So until next week, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>